Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse, and with me today is someone who, you know, is pretty cool, but I just wish people would stop. I just wish Klish Kramer would stop. Uh, a, lot of people wish, a lot of people wish Klish Kramer would stop. <laughs> yeah, I just want him to stop. I just want him I to stop. One. <laughs> yeah, today we're talking about uh well he's called now John Grey Crow. Oh thank god. But but uh but he went by Scalp Hunter for a while. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. So so I'll give you uh I'll give you two hints. I mentioned Chris Claremont that what his name was. <laughs> and this is in eighty nine eighty six when he came out. But what what part of what group is he part of? Oh, I remember his name, and I remember him from the Marauders. He is in the Marauders, yeah. <laughs> and the one that's around now is technically a clone. Well, because all of the all Marauders, Marauders are technically are clones, clones at this point. <laughs> all of the Marauders are clones. Like even even before they did Krak- Krakoa stuff, they're they're techni- they've technically been clones <laughs> for a while, haven't they? Yeah, well, yeah, and like you know, at one point there was like a million, like not a million, but like at least fifty scout. Mm. John uh, John Grey Crows, oh, like just like all doing their thing because Sinister was just like I don't know I could just make more of them I guess. So. Oh wait, well like he, he since he's like a, a assassin and tracker, do you think they all coordinated with each other to do jobs? Uh no, I think that was a last ditch effort thing. Oh. Like they were attacking him, and he was just like, nope, nope, you're not, you're not attacking me, you're attacking them. <laughs> then he left. <laughs> Uh, which, you know, very, uh, sinister thing to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, the real name at this time is unrevealed. Also, wait, I forgot to show. It looks like, like, you know, brown John Rambro. John Yeah, and he's got this weird tech, it's weird, like, composite tech outfit. It's one of those things where in X-Men it looks like they, like, control electronics by their minds and use it to cover themselves, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, mean, it doesn't doesn't do that, but it looks like it was something, was made like that. Yeah, like he okay, like his part of his deal is tech, technomorphic stuff. But, ah, okay. Yeah. I, I, uh, we don't know that until the future. Oh, but that's but yeah, why I no, couldn't he, remember. He's a cool. No, he's kind of a cool dude. Besides the whole murder thing, like, well, mm, oh man, what? I can't technically say that about some of the heroes I like. He's kind of a cool dude, except for the whole genocide <clears throat> thing you try to do. Yeah. What is he? But, what is he doing in Marauders right now? Is he like I, shooting people? So he's they're, they're just an assassination team. Still, yep, that's <laughs> it. In fact, I, I'm gonna go through this real quick because it's it's basically just he was here and then he was here. Okay, but but yeah, he but he did first appear in <clears throat> Uncanny X Men issue number two ten in October 1986, the morning after. Oh, there's a nice name. And, uh, <clears throat> and uh, I think this is a fairly, I don't know if iconic is the right term, but, it, you know, it has, like, the new X-Men fr- from after the whole, you, you know, the, the ones that people think about more 
then the uh, uh, 05. Um, so we have Wolverine, Nightcrawler, I think a depowered Storm at this point. Yeah, maybe. I, I can't remember. I can't remember when that was. Yeah, that's the thing. It's hard for me to remember because it was like it was a big thing, and then it wasn't all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, but, but she's Mohawk. She so so she's definitely in that phase where she's either just depowered or just after. Yeah. But but then we have a uh, Rogue, Kitty Pride, and Colossus. I you know and, this is kind of iconic. I think like I've seen this, them do this lineup before, and like I've yeah, seen well, this cover used before. Like it's a it's a great like <clears throat> team roster pic- picture. Well, it was so the defenders, the defenders, which was. Um, <clears throat> the Defenders cover uh, that they're doing an homage to is is done an homage to a lot. Ah, you know it's, but yeah, it's it's definitely. Um, I think it's a a, a iconic looking, at least feeling cover, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them are just like kind of scowling at the camera, just like, eh, stop it. A couple of them over their shoulder, like they don't have time to t- fully turn around. Yeah. <laughs> Rogue just like just dead eyeing you, just like no, what are you even doing? <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, so um, Scalp Hunter, sorry, John John Gray Crow is a member of the Marauders, a band of mutants who work as assassins under the employee employee of the enigmatic mastermind known as Mister Sinister. Sinister sent the Marauders to murder the entire population of Murdochs. Not Murdochs? No, that's different. <laughs> wow. All those just, daredevils. <laughs> all the Murdochs. All of them. Um, all one of them. That's why that's why Ace from uh, uh Ace from the Powerpuff Girls was in the Gorillas for a little bit. Because like they just they just got, got Murdoch got murdered. Uh, uh, uh no, but uh but yeah, but the Murlocks and uh they kinda did this, right? Yeah. They did their job. They understood the assignment, and I think they got an A. Yeah. Too uh, bad so... was murdering an entire population. <laughs> yeah, you know they did a pretty good job. Plus, you know what? Plus, they even got they even got what of the X Men to want to commit suicide. So you know what? Good on them. Oh, well, sorry, X Factor at the time. You know? Yeah. I think they got bonus points for the Angel thing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> they did not beat some children up though. I think they maybe got some points knocked off for that because the power because the power pack did beat the crap out of uh, Sabretooth. Uh, well, okay, let me rephrase that. Katie Powers beat the crap out. of <laughs> 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 They got beaten up by like a six year old. Uh, so it's times no, like that that makes me think that the that they they're they're uh, like most of the things that they bluff about are, are like Sabretooth bluff about and Wolverine bluff about are just fake yeah so one thing that i'm wondering is if uh Sabretooth, uh still does the hunting down of uh wolverine on his birthday thing that he did for years i forget is he on krakoa now no he's on krakoa he was technically he was put on the hellions uh uh-huh. to do time well to do time basically <laughs> because he killed a human after he was introduced Part- in krakoa yeah after pardon and all that yeah, so he he was put in he was put in the uh, he was put in the forever hole for one uh, for a little bit, but then they're just like, oh, we need some people to like kind of do some like kind of effed up shit, you know, just a little, <laughs> little little you know a little bit little, little you know 
just like something that's like kind of screwed our rules. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> well, I mean, uh, he's good at that. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, he's getting his own uh series soon. Oh, cool. Paper tooth. Yeah, I saw some of the pencils uh, of it. The artist was putting out, and it looks really good. So, too bad he's not the good saber tooth anymore. I like the good table tooth. I, yeah, I like the good saber tooth in um, <coughs> Age of Apocalypse. I like. I kind of like some of the things they did with him in Gen X, but it's but it's been a while. So, well, so he was part. Whenever the, the Axis event where they flipped the like, you know, some of the good guys, the bad guys, and vice versa. Uh-huh. Uh, Sabretooth was one of the only ones that refused to get his stuff put back because he wanted because he always kind of wanted to be a good guy, but there's something holding him back. Huh. Um, and that was like that until for a while. I want to say I forget why he got ungood guyed. Maybe there was just some cosmic balance that they couldn't just let one person keep it. No, because other people. Oh, they it did too. I want to huh. say yeah. Well, technic. Well, okay. Technically, Carnage did. <laughs> Technically, Carnage did. Technically, Carnage was a good guy until he died, but then he was brought back necromantically through the Darkhold. So, Cole's connected to the Darkhold? Yep. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. That's a connection I never thought I'd see, or I didn't think of. Uh, yeah. Turns out the Darkhold's just kind of there, all over the place, and, you know, it's just a thing that people do. Sometimes it holds, like, you know, apocalypse stuff. By apocalypse, I mean, like, Causing the apocalypse, and yeah, I, not not the mutant, no, not Abin. That is not the right one. Unsabernar, Sabanir, Sabanir. I was about to say, I was about to say the one who gave uh, Abin Sir was the one who gave Hal Jordan his the, the Green Lantern ring, mm. which I think he made a bad choice, honestly. But you know, <laughs> it's just me. Could have given it to almost anyone else. I think they would have been a better Green Lantern. Uh, it definitely would not have just tried to destroy their planet. <laughs> at one point but whatever um yeah they did the mutant massacre yes and then they were try- trying to murder madeline Pryor in inferno but they failed did they yes yeah they did fail and the and it kind of helped jumpstart or was that just it just kind of was like they couldn't prevent it they couldn't prevent it okay yeah all i know is that inferno took forever to do and it's kind of cool, but also at the same time, I don't, I don't know. You could have ended it like I don't know, like ten issues earlier. I, I, <laughs> I still need to ta- find that Daredevil comic you talked about because that sounds amazing. It is should be on. I'll. It should be on Marvel Unlimited, which Ooh. I will talk to you about that in a, a little bit <laughs> after this. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so he's six six, weighs one seventy five, has uh. Gray eyes, brown hair, and you know, he does moderate exercise. He's supposed to be a mutant, he is, um, but he hasn't displayed any definite evidence of at this time. Um, and he's good at like shooting things mm-hmm. and punching things. That's it. Okay. <laughs> yep. That's it. So, <laughs> do you have anything else to say? Oh, I'll tell you why he's called his name. <laughs> it's, uh, so it turns out in World War II. Um, he scalped eight of his fellow officers. Oh. Uh. But he has a healing factor, which is which is why he's still alive after being shot by firing squad. Huh. Yep, that's it. That's it? Yeah, that's it. He has, he has a healing factor, and he can do technomorphic stuff. So, he's like a different version of Forge. Yeah. 
who's also also uh indigenous uh native yeah. isn't he let me let me why chris claremont why why do why are you so bad <laughs> with native american people like you do decent with women like white people most of the time non-traditionally um presenting people i should say by that i mean like you know like nightcrawler yeah like, you know he could have made nightcrawler uh, like a villain but no he's he's very handsome and suave and everyone's just like i like nightcrawler you know like why are you so weird with native americans i would like to know why i i it, i don't know like i said i think there was some weird surveillance going on during that <laughs> time period that just kind of people bet were like just pulling off of for some reason it has to be it's just so weird like it has to be but whatever we're we're pretty much done okay so what do you have to plug um you can hear me on uh war and beast actually we just finished up uh talking about all three seasons of war of cybertron finishing up with the kingdom series where we finally got some beast <clears throat> war characters again for like ever it's been forever since we've had them and we got to see them and talk about them yeah well I mean, you, you, you didn't see them in uh, that one really bad CGI one. Well, uh, they just the, had the they one where you wore that king, the the king of the jungle on his wrists. <laughs> that one. No, I what it's called. <laughs> like I know they're, I know they're uh, making a movie that's supposedly going to have them for uh, like the next full-on Transformers movie is supposed to have them, and I hope my idea that it's like. They've just been on Earth much longer before any of the actual Autobots and Decepticons showed up, and they're just like, oh, great, now this stuff's on here, and they're basically grumpy old people who want the, these new kids off their lawn. Like, I really hope I that's mean, what they're doing. I would, you know, honestly, if they're doing, uh, if is this a live-action one? or Yeah, the, the newest full-on oh. live-action one. It's not, oh, it's not going to be directed by Michael Bay, it's, and, but it's not going to be the, well, someone who... I think there's only like like one or two people working on it from the Bumblebee thing, but it's in vain of that. I was gonna say if if they just do another Bumblebee movie, which was a Hearst Girl Hearst Girl movie, yeah, with with, <laughs> with the Transformer, um, that's fine. Yeah, I think I think they're kind of you going off of that in like they're using the soft reboot, but instead of uh following like from that, it's actually going to be a prequel of like Optimus Prime at first coming to Earth. So, okay. yeah, so maybe they'll do a Ryan Pax kind of storyline kind of thing. I don't know. Okay. We're, we're not, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. And they could also just like, just like do Beast, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, Beast, Beast Wars was, <laughs> was wonderful because they basically did timey-wimey stuff. So you can really just mess around with it all you want. Yeah, and you can just like just erase the other ones. Yeah, like just make people forget about them. <laughs> the first one came out like so long, like I think long ago. Like I think you know most kids won't remember even unless they seek it out. Yeah. So like you know just 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 make curse girl curse girl movies, <laughs> but with Transformers. Just continue to do that. That's fun. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Yeah, well, um, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids in somewhat lurid ways. And um, I also have, uh, if you want to support me, you can go to patreon.com slash alphabetflight. If you have a little bit of cash to throw my way, I would like to cover my uh, hosting costs. So that would be really nice, please. Um, if I 
if you want to see the people we're talking about, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram, where my good friend Jordan here on the other side uh-huh. of this will Thanks. put a bunch of things in it. I try that... so hard to find nice comic panels along with the comic covers. Yes, and I do appreciate that. Um, because I don't have the patience after I edit it. <laughs> I, just, I just don't. So, um, And uh, you can also rate, review, and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. And maybe just tell a friend so people know that I'm worth listening to. And that, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, I get a new listener and I see the downloads. I'm just like, yay, someone downloaded my stuff, you know, even if it's just for a day. So (laughs) uh, this has been Alphabet Flight and may Conchie protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Bye. Bye.